Welcome to your most visionary life. On this weekly podcast, we have real, unscripted, in-person conversations with entrepreneurs about the truth of what it takes to run a business and find a career path that you love. My name is Kelsey Riddle, and I am the founder of Visionary Life and The Visionary Method. The intention behind all of our content is simple, and that's to help you live and lead your own most visionary life in your health, in your life, and in your business. As you begin to listen to the episodes, you'll discover one obvious and common thread, and that's that we all have a little bit of visionary inside of us. But perhaps somewhere along the line, someone told you to play small, to play safe, and that led you to live an ordinary life. This show will help you break through your limiting beliefs and to inspire you to live life on your own terms, to take more risks, to actually follow your heart, to set bigger goals, and to take tiny steps each day that will lead you towards your most visionary life. It's in you. It's in all of us. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. This week, I have the mega inspiring Cassie Day, founder of All Day Fit, on the show. Cassie Day is a certified holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and has a completely contagious energy to her. Take one look at her Instagram feed and you will know exactly what I mean. And I want you to stick around to the end of this show because Cassie has graciously offered the most incredible perk for anyone who lives in Toronto. Uh, She actually is going to invite you to attend one of her classes, which I would say you should take her up on. And if you want to go with me, let me know because I will definitely accompany you. So again, we're going to stick around to the end until we announce how you can take advantage of that free class. So more on Cassie and on our podcast in a bit. But first, let's go into some updates. So it's been an amazing and also a very overwhelming and just emotional week around here. I feel this really great overwhelm with work right now, but nonetheless, it's overwhelm. So, you know, as much as I love everything that I'm doing, I also feel as though the workload is feeling heavy and it's feeling like a lot. And I just don't want that stress, even though it doesn't feel like stress. I know that it probably is causing just some symptoms. And so as much as I love everything I'm doing, I'm really looking to start asking for help. And you may have seen the job posting that I put out, and that's all part of me trying to reduce what's going on and lessen my workload. So if you haven't seen the job posting, I do just want to run you through it. So I am looking to hire a right-hand person who can support my vision of helping people live and lead their most visionary life. This role begins at about four to five hours per week with the potential to absolutely take on more hours in the future. And for the successful candidate, the primary duties will be supporting the podcast, creating promotional graphics, supporting my social media strategy, and scheduling weekly content, uh, supporting the email marketing that I do, and helping me to create lead pages, landing pages, and various other tasks. So I'm looking for someone who's creative, driven, resourceful, a self-starter, and really can figure things out on their own, who's maybe already skilled at a lot of these different things, 
um, just because, you know, with training, I, I won't have a lot of time to be directly working with that person. So I'm hoping to delegate tasks as they come up just so that I can free up some time in my schedule. And some bonus items for you if you are the successful candidate. I hope you enjoy jamming out to Justin Bieber. I hope you enjoy coffee. You know I love coffee. And maybe red wine. And you prioritize your own health knowing that it makes you operate at peak capacity. That is what the goal is here at Visionary Life. It's not about just working, right? It's about having that holistic approach to everything we do and knowing that when we're healthy and when we're following our hearts, then hopefully our career can be in line as well. So if you want to apply, uh, you'll definitely want to go to kelseyridle.com blog and you will see all of the info there. The applications will be due on Friday, December 8th. So in addition to that, there's been a few other things that I've been taking care of, just things that weigh a little bit heavy. So again, if I haven't been showing up on Instagram uh, the way I normally do, I'm still trying to fit in my stories, but there's just, uh, you know, a lot of moving parts to life right now. So if I can offer up just three things that I've been doing on the daily without fail because I know that they help my mental health, my sanity, and just the way that I approach my life. Uh, That would be a daily walk or a workout. So either walking my dog or getting to the gym. I love getting a sweat session in. It's so therapeutic for me. The next thing I do is I turn off my phone. Um, You know, maybe I feel more overwhelmed than the average person because I work in social media, so I'm oftentimes spending online time on other people's Instagram accounts, building their Facebook page, all that good stuff. And so sometimes when it comes to doing my own social or to responding to text messages, I just don't even want to go there. I just, I want a break. So I just turn my phone completely off. It means that when I compulsively check it, I can't because it's turned off. It means when I flip it over to look who's texted me, I can't see anything because it's off. And this help save me so much time. So if I don't respond, it's usually because my phone's just off. The third thing that I do that really helps me is to just let go of the thoughts that don't serve me. And so if someone is just putting their negative negative energy around me, I try to let it go. If I get a thought that is not serving my best self, I try to let it go. If something is bogging me down, if I'm feeling, I just want to keep saying heavy around something, then it's gone. You know, I have to let it go. I cannot carry these things into your peak state of life in business or whatever the case is. So anyway, I hope you're all having the best week or will have the best week if it's at the start of a new week. I'm very honored to be on this visionary journey with you. I'm so thankful for the community that this podcast has created. And if you enjoy listening, I would love if you could share it. So maybe you could just grab your phone, like take it out of your pocket, screenshot this episode. So however you can screenshot it and then put it up on your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kelsey Riddle. I'd be very grateful. It just, it really helps to spread the episodes and it's the best way I can think of to grow the podcast. 
All right, so back to Cassie. So Cassie is originally a native of Canada's East Coast. Now she lives here in Toronto and also runs her business here. So Cassie invited me into her beautiful 43rd story condo downtown. And side note, 43 is my favorite number, so I knew that we would click. And we shared this conversation about business and life and health. And what really struck me about Cassie and her success is this. Cassie's not afraid to ask for help. From hiring a designer from day one of her business, to working with a strategy coach to help her up level, to hiring on trainers to scale up Cassie's coaching and her offerings, it's seriously amazing to hear how quickly and how intuitively Cassie has grown. It's, it's just amazing. You'll have to listen to the episode to hear how she's built out her team. Secondly, Cassie clearly works hard and dedicates herself to her growth and the growth of her team, and she's very aligned with her purpose, which is absolutely why she had to be on the Visionary Life podcast. I love chatting with her, and as I mentioned at the beginning, she's got a very special offer code for you. Please listen to the end and take advantage if you live in Toronto or share it with someone that you know. All right, let's dive into this week's episode with Cassie Day, founder of All Day Fit. All right, Cassie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So let's start with some rapid fire. I just want to warm you up. I know you've been on a few podcasts before, but we'll just get the listeners to know you a little bit. So answer the first thing that comes to mind and let's dive right in. So what's one thing you do every single day besides working out that's non-negotiable? Cuddling. Cuddling. Oh, I love that. (laughs) That's so sweet. Um, What's your favorite way to get sweaty? Strength training and boxing. Mm, Love it. The two. Is there a book or a podcast you're loving right now or that you love all the time? I'm working my way through the culture code. Hmm. It's been taking a while. I've never heard of it. Is it like a it's business a building, book? It's a business book. Okay. It's usually what I, I read, business books. Cool. Well, and I'm excited to hear all about your culture that you're creating. Yeah. So uh, where did you grow up? Nova, mm, Nova Scotia slash New Brunswick. Okay. So you're from the East Coast. Yeah, cool. East Coast girl. Never been out there before. I need to get out there. You need to go. Uh, what's your favorite meal to cook at home or to dine out to? Mm. Steak. Steak. <laughs> Is that a meal? <laughs> steak like yeah. steak and steak. Steak with whatever comes with it. <laughs> whatever. It doesn't matter. Just throw something on the side. Um, and what's your favorite way to wind down after a long day of work? Mmm. Oh, I loop back into cuddles. Cuddles. <laughs> she really <laughs> likes her cuddles. Okay, so now we want to get to know you. We want to get to know your business a little bit. So maybe let's zoom the lens back. And you mentioned before that you were training before your personal trainer. But what sparked the idea for All Day Fit? Like, where did this come from? Oh, so it actually goes way back. I used to do digital marketing for Red Bull Canada. Mm-hmm. And I was branding another company and I was like really into this and I was constantly thinking, why am I putting all of my energy into branding this big corporation? Mm -hmm. Why not do this for myself? And then I started to spend time to figure out what it was that I loved. 
and I knew that it was fitness and nutrition at that time, which then led me into a completely huge career change. Mm-hmm. Switching from the digital world, something I've been working at for over eight years, growing to the position that I was working towards. Um, and then I ended up as a personal trainer and I loved my job. I was at, this is probably getting way ahead, but I loved my job. I was working for good life. And it wasn't until I had another client who was in marketing and in branding mm-hmm. who was like, I think you're ready to do this on your own. You have something really great going for you. And I think that you're limited in these doors. Mm-hmm. Let's try to do it. And she kind of sparked the idea in my mind mm-hmm. and over she put the idea in my head in November, and by May, I had left and started my own. Mm, that's amazing. Yeah. I feel like, wow, so much must have happened like in the days in between all of that. But I'm assuming that a lot of our listeners are thinking, oh my gosh, how did she make such a huge career change? And so did you get your personal training certification while you were still working full time? Or did you just like quit your job and then decide like, okay, now what? How did that look? Did you do personal training and digital marketing at the same time? So I actually quit digital marketing, went to Asia, back back to Asia for six months. (laughs) Soul trip. Yeah. (laughs) Came back, still actually had no idea to want to do. And then a close friend of mine was like, we just backtracked Asia for six months. And every second day you were trying to find a gym. I think that this is a sign. You were in Asia looking for gyms she was like you need to be a personal trainer Mm -hmm. so actually good life hires you without having any type of certification so yeah you have three months to get your certification so I'd come from a lot of training I have a hockey background so I had had many trainers and I've actually trained a lot of sports teams through my years of growing up but I had never actually had my certification Mm -hmm. so at this time I went applied a good life got my certification right away enrolled in eight courses that year, I think. So I just was like on a mission to learn everything, Mm -hmm. hired my own trainer again, have continued to have a trainer since then. Mm -hmm. So that was a transition. There was no really digital marketing next day PT. It went six months, find out what I'm going to do with myself. Mm -hmm. And then that's how it happened. I think that's cool. I really do think that there are two ways to do it, right? Some people, they build that kind of side project or their passion as they're still working their full-time career. But I think it's also really great to hear the perspective of, no, you did like quit it cold turkey. And then you clearly with eight courses or whatever you're doing, you dove full on into this new world. And I think that truly helps you to become you know, the expert and to be the one who's known for that because that becomes your life. So it's almost like you don't have that double life going on. It's Um, I'm someone who like gives like their whole heart to something. Yes. So if I was giving my whole heart to digital marketing, I had no time for my brain to really Mm -hmm. think about where I really wanted to be. Mm -hmm. So I had to take that time to step back and that's, Mm -hmm. yeah. And at the time, I don't know if you remember, but did you really believe that this could become your full-time job? Like, what was your belief like at the time? Or were you not even really thinking about it? I loved training from day one. Mm-hmm. So I, I I, knew that that was where I was going. I was in the right spot. I knew it within the, maybe the first training session. Mm-hmm. And it's only grown since then. That's awesome. So you're working at Good Life, which for anyone who has never heard of Good Life or is in the States... Um, it is one of the largest, I think, no, it's the largest, the largest gym facility in Canada. And so you're working there and then your client sparks your idea like, Hey, you should start your own thing. So 
what were some of the first steps you took in building your business? Step one, I chose a name. <laughs> okay. Step two, I had to find someone who could help bring this idea that I had, this image that I had in my head to life, mm -hmm. which actually isn't so easy. So yeah, I interviewed three, four, five graphic designers until I found my graphic designer who I love to death. And she helped me bring out or bring to life almost what was happening in my head. And that was step two. And then from there, I found a logo, I found my colors, I found my fonts, and I developed this brand identity of what my brand was going to be. And then I built a website. <laughs> okay, so you really wanted to like pull in all the, the branding, the look and the feel of it, and then get the website live. Did at the time, did you know like what your services would be and how you would ever scale this up? Or was it more just like get the, the basic pieces together? It was create the brand identity. I wanted cool. the brand to be able to be recognized. Like I was coming from a huge corporate world mm -hmm. where you recognize good life. I wanted that same feeling when people saw or heard what all day fit. The brand was there. Mm, very cool. And I guess coming from your background yeah. in digital marketing, <laughs> that is like what you're good at too. Yeah. And ingrained in you. So I think that's really cool. Um, okay, so take us then through the process. How did you start getting your first few clients when you branched off from, you know, the gym that was probably doing a lot of the marketing for you? What did that process look like of actually getting your first sales? So when I left Good Life, um, hmm. so I left Good Life, and this was May. So it took me from November until May to actually take the cut. I was super nervous. Yeah. It was my home too. I did develop my family there. This is where I went every day. The thought of being on your own is terrifying. Mm -hmm. And it was fully terrifying for over a year afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, once I left, so eight of my clients actually came with me from good life. Oh, okay. And I still have them today. That's so cool. So one of my clients just hit their four year anniversary. Wow. Um, back in May. Mm -hmm. So it's been a long time that these, that my team's been with me. Yeah. And then after that, I guess like, in terms of clients, I don't really remember that feeling of when I got my first client afterwards, but I remember the feeling of realizing that I had too many clients. Mm. And that was like, what's going to happen now? Because yes. I'm at my capacity. Mm. I can't trade any more hours. I'm at my capacity there, and I'm turning a lot of clients away. And I was sending them to other businesses. And that's where I brought my first trainer. And that's when things started to feel okay again or good again, safe again, because I had a teammate. When you're in it alone, it's not only terrifying, it's lonely. Mm -hmm. And then having a partner, when I brought in my first coach, Brooke, everything has been uphill since then. <laughs> yeah, and we are going to chat so much more about that because I know that all the listeners are probably very curious on how to scale a business. And so I know that that'll definitely be something that we touch on. Um, I love what you said about being in business for yourself is lonely and isolating mm -hmm. because as an entrepreneur myself and with a couple virtual assistants helping me, but nobody in my immediate community, nobody that I can meet up with for coffee. I totally feel that isolation. Like I join a co-working space because I cannot just work from home alone all day because feeling that isolation is super real. And if you don't have an end date to it, and if you're not sure when you're going to be able to expand your team, it can be like, I don't know, just a bit terrifying to be like, it's just me. So I totally understand that. And I think for anyone getting into business for themselves, yes, people love to show the glamorous side, but then there's also going to be this, this other side that, you know, you might feel like 
just very alone in it all. So, a thousand percent glad you brought that up. Be here if it wasn't for my team. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first I want to talk a little bit about what your day in the life looks like, just so that we can paint a picture for anyone listening uh, before we dive into all things business and your team and that. So what does a day in the life of Cassie look like right now? What are you up to? Yikes. <laughs> I'm sure it changes every day too. Mm, it's pretty similar. Okay, so <laughs> tell us. I wake up at 5.30 in the morning. I brush my teeth. I put a mascara. I'm out the door by 5 50. I start my first client or class at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. I train on the floor till about 10 a.m. I come home. I'm very lucky to live a two-minute walk from work. Grab some, make some breakfast. Back to the gym till probably one or two. Come back home for lunch. And then I spend the afternoon doing business development, catching up on emails, writing programs, managing my trainers. And then at night, I either have a corporate client or I have a class. Then I come home, I make dinner. I heard my work at my work in there too. And I pick up my laptop and I probably work from seven o'clock until I put it away at 11 or 12 at night. I go to bed and I wake up and do it again. Mm-hmm. Is this seven days a week for you or do you have structure around only weekdays or five days a week? What is that? This is Monday through Friday. Similar on Saturday, but I, my, my laptop probably goes away at three in the afternoon on Saturday. And then... Sunday again, the same thing Sunday morning. My laptop probably goes away at 3 on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you wear a lot of hats in mm-hmm. your business. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like doing all the things or do you find it challenging to switch back and forth between trainer and business owner and manager? Does that come naturally to you? Managing does not come naturally. <laughs> um, I like wearing a lot of hats. I'm still trying to figure out what hat I like wearing the most. I love the business side of things, but I could never not be a coach. Mm -hmm. So I play with that quite often. I see my role as the company grows further. It's got to be both of them. I'm obsessed with the business side of things, Mm -hmm. but I'm the happiest on the floor. So it's a mix of the two of them. Mm -hmm. That's got to be a really weird feeling too, to, you know, you've built your business around the fact that you're a trainer, but then potentially the growth requires you to do a lot more of the management and the forward thinking, planning and strategy. So I think that's a really interesting concept to think about that like what you started with is not necessarily what's going to get you to that next level. And how do you find the balance between still doing what you love on a daily basis, but yet knowing that you can't be tied down so many hours in a day. And I think that's probably the million dollar question, right? That, that so is the people million dollar question. <laughs> yeah. So I guess on that note, you obviously needed to hire help. And you mentioned that at one point you hired your very first teammate. And I know a lot of the people that listen to this show have been in business about a year or two. And a lot of them are at the point where they're thinking, holy, I am swamped. I'm doing all the things I need to hire help. So for you, it sounds like you just, you got a lot of clients and obviously you couldn't fit them in. Um, So you decided to hire your first teammate, but can you walk us through a little bit more of the growth and when you started asking for more help? Mm, Of course. So I hired Brooke my first year in at exactly one year. Actually it was May. Casey came on short after in October Catherine came on in January and then I realized I need a business help 
So then in May, this is all like in one year pretty much. <laughs> the busiest year. Yeah. <laughs> then in May, I brought on Babs and she has been my right hand girl for the past, well, since May. We work together on everything. And that million dollar question is a question she asks me every single day. Mm-hmm. And then I brought Skylar on just two months ago. She's our newest trainer. So that's been in a year and a half, a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. Um, Trainer-wise and then also business-wise. And my advice is the minute you can afford to get business help, take it. And if you can't afford it, it's worth the investment Mm -hmm. because we've only grown so much more since having her help. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to do without her now. (laughs) I have a a business coach as well. And the weeks that I don't meet with her, I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm a lost child. You know, it's just someone to keep you accountable, to have eyes that you don't have to see the spots that you're missing. It's right. just, it's invaluable. And what you invest in that, as I'm sure you realize, you get back like tenfold, you know? I actually just came from meeting my mentor right before this. And everything my mentor said to me, Babs already says. So I called her. I was like, she's like, how did your meeting go with your mentor? I was like, well, everything that he told me, you've been telling me since May. So, so you say <laughs> you have Babs as your right-hand person. So right. what does that mean? Is that an assistant? Is that a business coach? Like, What type of relationship do the two of you have? So she's come from her background was with another startup. So she's kind of been to the whole startup from an eight-person business to almost a 300-person business. Wow. Yeah. So... Like you said, she is invaluable and she has been helping me. Basically, everything from All Day Fit has been inside my brain. And I forget that other people don't realize what's inside my brain. Mm -hmm. So she's helping me pull everything out of my brain onto paper and we're creating systems. So everything, hopefully by the end of actually 2018, you would be able to understand the system, the process of how exactly it works, Mm -hmm. which I couldn't have done without someone being like, hey, we actually don't know what's happening in your head. Mm, Um, Yeah. So she also is working on future strategy. And again, that comes from her background from the other startup, things I wouldn't even be thinking about. Mm -hmm. Digital marketing background does not prepare me for any of those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just such a good reminder to just address your, I don't want to say weaknesses because these are not our weaknesses, Mm. but areas that we're just not that great at or that we don't have life experience or business experience in and you have to just kind of admit that and be like there is someone who can do this so well because they devote their entire craft to this right so by hiring them you are just like pouring into your business in a way that otherwise would never receive her brain thinks in ways that mine never would Mm -hmm. and how do you find someone like that was that a referral for you (laughs) did someone say you need to meet this person or were you looking online she's been a part of our community since i launched and even a part she was like one of my first good life clients that's so very she's cool. been like through the entire process mm-hmm. and I think that's really neat because she obviously knows your business inside out right because she's been in it exactly cool okay so let's hang on the the business tools and tips um, besides hiring your right hand woman is there another business tool or resource that you couldn't live without An accountant. 
Can I say that? That's perfect. <laughs> There's lots of things. If you are a trainer, you need to have mind body. That's one. Familiar mm. with the program? That's the one that I book all my classes. Okay, on, yeah. Right? Every, yeah, that's it. Like every studio, I feel like sends me to mind you body. Need to have mind body. Before, when I first started, I thought that, oh, I can just do all these numbers by myself. You can't, or if you can, it's going to take a lot of your time. So mind yeah. body was my first tool. It takes hours and hours and hours to learn. It's worth all that time. Mm-hmm. Once you figure it out, everything flows on its own. Mind, body. Then finding a good accountant. And I. this is something I've been working on for since I started. I try to take on a lot of the roles of my own. I need to hand things off. Mm-hmm. So the second tool is finding someone who can run your books so that you can spend your time doing the other things that you're good at. Mm-hmm. Those are my two biggest tools. Mm. Yeah. And two very important ones, yeah. I will say. Yeah. Okay, and so in addition to business tools and growth, um, I, with my background in holistic nutrition and through my Visionary Method group coaching program, I call it holistic business coaching because I really feel that you cannot be an incredible business owner if you're neglecting your health and your daily routines. And I really think there's there needs to be a good holistic approach to running your business mm-hmm. in the sense that you take care of yourself too. So I want to ask you, how do you keep your energy levels up, your immune system healthy? What does that look like? Sleep. 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 How many hours a night? Let's get specific. Seven. <laughs> and I say seven's like where I want to be. Mm-hmm. If I sleep more than that, I feel like groggy. If I sleep less than that, I'm not as sharp as I can be. Mm-hmm. Seven's like my ideal number. Um, my... I spend like six months not sleeping and your business pays for it. Mm-hmm. Sleep is so important. But it's also like the good thing about being in the health and wellness industry is like I exercise as part of my job. I eat healthy as part of my job. I'm now sleeping well. Mm-hmm. It's all a part of who I am and yeah. who the business is. So I'm very lucky in that way. I can't imagine entrepreneurs who don't work in the health and fitness industry and then they have to fit all those things in on top of it. Mm-hmm. We have it pretty lucky. Yeah, I think so too. And I feel like a lot of the people that I work with who aren't in the industry, they actually have never really tuned into the fact that by exercising, by drinking more water, by eating a really good diet, that they can feel so much better. They're just used to being around other people who are like slugging beers and eating McDonald's. And they're like, this is just what business ownership is. And it's like, no, you got to have more of a balance. I couldn't imagine if I didn't eat well. Yeah. And if I drank, no. We're, yeah, mm-hmm. those things come naturally with me. They're they're who I am. I don't even have to try to do them. Yeah. Sleep was the hardest one, but I got my sleep down, and sleep's definitely probably my first priority for everything now. Mm-hmm. So so true. Um, if you ever feel stuck or uninspired or unmotivated, what do you do to shake that mood? Because yeah. I think it happens to all of us, and it's something that's real. You know, I go home. Yeah, and Usually home is in East Coast. Yeah, East okay. Coast. Um, when I'm stuck or I have a block, it's been too long since I've had a vacation. Mm. So that's usually time to go with some of my family, my friends, away from my laptop. There's a lot more trees in the East Coast. Mm. Or the West End of Toronto. (laughs) Where is that again? (laughs) You need to come see me. (laughs) Yeah, you saw where my building, there's no trees. (laughs) I go home, clears my head, and I come back, and I Mm -hmm. could write a book when I come back, basically. Mm. So you know how to recharge when right. you need to. That's awesome. Um, okay, is there a skill that you're currently focused on up-leveling as an entrepreneur right now? Mm. Learning to manage. Learning to manage. 
That's what I just met, met, met with my mentor mm-hmm. for. Yeah. Managing is hard. Managing is very hard. I don't know if I'm supposed to be talking about this. I have an amazing team. We're all females. It's very hard. Um, everyone has different strengths and weaknesses, different goals. I want to do the best for each and every one of them. I want to be my best self for each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what I work the hardest at, is mm-hmm. being a good manager to help each one of these girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been in a similar situation before. When I used to work for Vega, they, um, I was on their demo team, and then I came to a point where I was managing their demo team, and I found that transition of being friend and manager was such muddy waters to navigate, and it really forced me to like look inward and like how I wanted you know people to respect me and how I wanted to navigate that transition of yes, I'm there for you as your friend, but hey, I'm also meant to manage you and keep a professional relationship. And I think that a lot of people are, are going through that and they're really trying to find their footing. So um, it's good to hear you say that that's something that you're working on up-leveling. I don't think it comes naturally to everyone. And so there's a lot we can learn from people who have gone before us and the books that have been written on it. So I think that's Please great. Please share managing books with me. Yeah. <laughs> And me too. (laughs) It's something I haven't even thought about really lately, but it's such an important skill to be able to build really strong relationships to the point where people um, admire you as a leader and as a visionary of your company. Okay, now we're going to get into some business rapid fire. So again, you can keep these answers short and succinct, whatever comes to mind. So what has had more of an impact on your business when it comes to social media, paid or organic content? I've never paid. (laughs) I know. I feel like I need to reword that question too, (laughs) but some people that I work with are so hung up on, I've got to get ads up. I've got to get ads up. So I like to ask that question because everyone usually says organic. I've never paid. (laughs) I don't know. Mm -hmm. My videographer, he keeps telling me to start paying, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah. But (laughs) you know what? I'm sure that... People build trust with you so much faster when they find you on their own. Exactly. Do you maintain an active and updated blog? Yes, but thanks to my team. Okay. So you, Not solely. You delegate yeah. some no. of that stuff. Is there a business or a business person that you admire or look up to? Oh, I had so many. This city is filled with people in the fitness industry. Mm-hmm. I could name 20. Yeah. I think we're very lucky to live in Toronto where the energy around creating a business and being an entrepreneur is so supportive. It's so inspiring. Yeah. Um, I certainly didn't feel this same, I don't know, just like energy around creating something that didn't exist when I grew up. And then moving to Toronto, I was like, wow, I feel like I've been zapped with so many ideas. I also feel like the collaboration over competition. Yeah is so huge here and I admire it so much and it only makes me be better when I see everyone else doing the same and I'm thankful for that. Is it like that in the fitness industry? Like you're able to collaborate with fellow gyms and trainers? Trainers, you see it all the time. It's amazing. That's super cool. Um, What's the best investment you've ever made in your business? Mm. My graphic designer, I'm Babs. My right hand girl I keep referencing to. Hiring help. We're just going to keep coming back to that. Why do you do what you do? For my clients and my team. And because I'm happy. I'm very happy. Mm -hmm. I always say like 
there's not enough people who just follow joy in their life and that's why they're unhappy is because they they kind of forget what brings them joy so i keep saying like anything that brings you happiness keep walking towards that that's what life is supposed to be okay last couple questions here so i read a quote uh i think it was on your website that said i believe that there are no limits and that each of us are born with the power to achieve our dreams be strong stay positive and think big so I'm wondering, have you always had this belief and this confidence, or is this something you're still working to cultivate? This is something that's been engraved in me since I was, as long as I can remember. Mm. Um, it's, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to teach it, yes. but it's, it's inside of me, mm. and I'm trying to shine that onto others. That's awesome. Well, I definitely think we can feel that through the energy that you put out. You know, I was browsing your social media and you definitely put out that energy. So it's working. Um, Okay, final question. I ask this to all of our visionary guests. For someone listening to this podcast right now who is yearning to start up a side hustle or a passion project or an online business or maybe a full-time job or a venture, but they have no idea where to begin. What advice would you offer them based on your own experience? You need to hire a coach. You need to hire a mentor. You need to hire a coach. You need to, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the second thing would be to network. You need to get out there and put yourself out there. And it can be on one-on-one meetings. Mm -hmm. It can be in events, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You need to spend time networking, possibly collaborating if that's Mm -hmm. the options there, and hiring help to Mm -hmm. help you. Yeah, and I think... People are intimidated by the word networking these days because some people still get that vision of, oh, I have to go to this awkward event and wear like a business suit. I think networking these days, because I totally agree with you, networking can be DMing your favorite person on Instagram and saying like, hey, I just want to ask you one question or, hey, do you know of any events that you're hosting coming up? It can be as simple as getting out to a meetup.com. Right. Kind of when you just on events there, like if there's someone that you aspire to be like, or if there's an industry you aspire to be in, you need to find out what events are happening in that and attend them. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. It's too easy to sit behind your computer or your phone and then wonder why you're not getting anywhere. And I had a year of my life where I was deep in consulting and I stopped going to events because I was overwhelmed with work. And I realized how that reflected into my business and into the connections I was making and just those serendipitous moments that happen when you're out and someone's like, oh, I have a coach for you. You should meet so-and-so. That only happens when you get out. Exactly. That's a great tip. Okay. Well, this has been incredible. I'm so thankful for you sharing your entire journey. Um, Can you let the listeners know where they can learn more about you? Or if they're in Toronto, how they can potentially train with you guys. Yeah, of course. So, alldayfit.com is our website. Alldayfit.co is our Instagram. We run classes five days a week. Uh, If you want to check it out on Instagram or on Facebook. No, well, Facebook is alldayfit.co also. Or the website, the schedule is up there. For anyone listening to this podcast, if you DM me, your class is on me. Tell me your favorite part about this podcast. Mm, I love that. So good. Okay. Well, thank you again for sharing. And I know the listeners will love this. So thanks for having me. That's a wrap. Until next week, I hope you make tiny leaps in order to achieve your most visionary life. 
I'd love for you to join my insiders community. Just search Visionary Life on Facebook. We talk about our favorite books, our podcasts of the week, tools, tips, and tricks for making our lives easier as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs. And really, it's just a place to have open and honest conversations. I love taking these podcast discussions offline. Please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. I send a beautiful essential oil blend, the visionary blend, and a love note from me to anyone and everyone who leaves a rating and review. Just make sure you take a screenshot and send it to me with your shipping address. And if you think I'm joking, why not try it out?